Food Court with Richard Blaze is a new podcast where I have guests bring me their food arguments so I can settle them once and for all. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take my word for it. Find Food Court with Richard Blaze on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you on a brisk Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for dropping by. Time now for a first check of Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And in for Alan Spector, I'm Melissa Fox. Our top story this morning there's been a mass shooting at a family gathering in Fresno. More on that in one moment. We'll have impeachment talk. Leading with the Shifty Shift file. Don't miss it next on Good Morning Orlando. 602 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Police in Fresno, California say several people have been shot in a mass shooting Sunday night. Fox's Aisha Hashney has more. At least nine people have been shot in southeast Fresno, some of them fatally wounded. Police say it happened during a family gathering when multiple people were in the backyard watching a football game. An unknown suspect reportedly came into that backyard of the home and began firing. Deputy Chief Michael Reed says there's no known motive at this time. It's very likely that it was targeted. We just don't know why. Um, because somebody picked that house and came up and shot several times on the back side of it. It looks like there was a target. We just don't know what the reason for the targeting was. At last report, four people have been killed. Six others wounded will update you as more information becomes available. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Well, there's new evidence that Florida is the place to be for businesses. That's what Governor Ron DeSantis said last week after October's jobs numbers were released. He says the state added almost 23,000 private sector jobs and the unemployment rate stayed at 3.2 percent. That's better than the national unemployment rate of 3.6 percent. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer are calling on President Trump to testify as part of the impeachment inquiry. Yeah, that's going to happen. Fox's Griffin <laughs> Jenkins reports. The second week of impeachment hearings set to begin tomorrow as the president spent much of yesterday in a Twitter fury blasting the inquiry. For example, the crazed do-nothing Democrats are turning impeachment into a routine partisan weapon that is very bad for our country and not what the founders had in mind. He also attacked Jennifer Williams, an aide to Vice President Pence, who was on the July 25th phone call and testified over the weekend that she recalled the word Burisma being mentioned on that call. Williams will be the first witness we'll hear from when it all begins tomorrow, followed by Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Venman, a National Security Council Ukrainian expert, and then former Special Envoy Kurt Volker and NSC staffer Tim Morrison. In one tweet yesterday, President Trump wrote, where is the fake whistleblower? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we've got more on the Trump tweets, particularly the one during the hearing on Friday coming up. Flagler County Sheriff's is grateful for the resident who called deputies after an unusual find. It was a duffel bag containing over 30 pounds of cocaine. It washed up on the beach Friday night in Palm Coast. Sheriff Rick Staley says the anonymous caller did the right thing because the drugs could be deadly in the wrong hands. 
Colin Kaepernick's workout for the NFL quickly devolved into chaos. Fox's Christina Coleman has more. In a last-minute decision, Kaepernick switched the location of his NFL-arranged workout at the Atlanta Falcons state-of-the-art practice facility to a high school stadium about 60 miles away. Kaepernick's reps say he switched locations because the NFL denied his request for all media to be allowed into the workout to film it and for an independent film crew to be there to ensure transparency. His reps also say the NFL demanded that he sign what they call an unusual liability waiver that addresses employment-related issues. The NFL says it's standard. It was a big scramble for media members to get to the new location, and representatives from only eight of the 25 teams scheduled to attend the workout were able to make it. This isn't something you do to somebody you want to hire you. You know, in the corporate world, that would be true, too. You know, you don't punch a prospective employer in the nose when you're trying to get hired by that uh, by that company. Yeah, that this sounds is like a good crazy, plan, yeah. you know? <laughs> and we're going to ask you all about that and whether or not you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL in our 7 o'clock hour. WFLA Newstime 606. A five-year-old tells his teacher powdered heroin makes him feel like Superman. That story's on our website at WFLAOrlando.com. Five? Like, uh-huh. Gee, well, not a good story. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts right now. PM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Great to be with you here this morning. Thank you, Melissa, for filling in for Alan while he's up north with family. He'll be back tomorrow. And um, Yaffe's our executive producer, and in for Melissa taking your calls is Kelly Velez, and uh, we are glad you're with us as well. I've got a smile on my face, a spring in my step this morning. Not that I don't generally have both, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It felt like Christmas all weekend, and Saturday morning we had our 8-year-old granddaughter over. It's too early. Lynn and I got up early, and she got up early, and Brinley led the way in putting up and decorating the tree. It's too early. I couldn't believe it. She she was just great <laughs> and and it's and it's done and Is that our one word really, texting poll? No, it's a, is it is it okay or not okay to do that on the 16th and 17th it's of November? Not okay. it, it's not okay. Is it what about it Kelly? Is it not okay or is it okay? It's okay. You oh. can let it fly. My is parents make, put them up this weekend as well. Really? <laughs> oh. so, so well, not completely, but the tree is up. Yeah, that's where we are. We yeah. don't have everything else done. I'm not going to put the Christmas lights out and right. all of that. I kind mean, of you thing. might as well. You've just jumped really? in that. We pool played already. Christmas carols all weekend. Oh Brindley and I gosh. sang them all weekend. No. It was great fun. Too early. Way too early. Yeah. I'm really? a little worried how uh, you're raising that grandkid. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm worried about your influence Way here. Too early. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm telling you, I'm in the Christmas spirit. We are going to start with impeachment talk, and we're going to delve into the shifty shift file. I got a couple of things you may have missed. You're absolutely going to want to hear, and we'll want to get your take. Our phone number is 407-916-5400, and our text line where standard message and data rates apply, and first name in town always welcome, if you'd like, 23680. Now, we're going to get started in just a moment. Okay, you want us to do the one we're texting, Paul? No, I don't want you to do that. I want you to cue the break. <gasps> really? Oh, my goodness. News, traffic, and weather, all that coming up in just two minutes at 6.09 on Good Morning Orlando. 
Headlines in the impeachment realm. Democrats gearing up for a second week of public impeachment hearings. Former Ukraine Special Envoy Kurt Volker, Ukraine expert Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman, and Jennifer Williams and aide to Vice President Mike Pence are scheduled, among others, to testify on Tuesday. European Union Ambassador Gordon Sondland will be the key witness on Wednesday. No witnesses called today. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning for you here on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. The Bud Man, the Fox, Yaffe, and Kelly with you here on the 50,000 Watt Front Porch. Hey, gang, anybody know what a, the definition of a charlatan is? I'm a definition of a charlatan. <laughs> you better not <laughs> say that. I mean, someone who's up to no good, maybe? A fraud? A fraud is a good one. Con artist. Yeah, that's a good one, too. A quack, a deceiver, a liar. Someone who just cannot be trusted. Imposter. Yeah? yeah an imposter. That, too. Mm-hmm. A fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nasty. Claiming to have special knowledge, but not. Trump's been called a lot of things. He just got called a charlatan by Trump hater and head of the Democrat-controlled House Intelligence Committee that is running the sham of an impeachment inquiry right now. We're talking, of course, about Adam Schiff. Now, he has made it a point of appearing to be somber about the process of, you know, inquiring whether or not there ought to be articles of impeachment returned against President Donald Trump with an eye toward getting him uh, impeached in the House, convicted and thrown out of office in the United States Senate with, with the D- Republicans in control. It's not going to happen based on anything that we are aware of at this point. Um, and he says he's somber. It's a somber moment for the country. And, you know, we're looking into this. We're not saying we're necessarily actually going to impeach him, but we really, for the good of the republic and to defend the Constitution, need to look into this. Well, the real Adam Ship surfaced back home in his California district at the California Democrat Party nomination convention. And here he is on stage. This is the real Adam Schiff. Two years ago, I stood before you and I urged you to resist, and you did. But we are more than a resistance now. We are a majority. We are a majority in one house, and we will become the majority in the other. And we will send... We will send that charlatan in the White House back to the golden throne he came from. Catch the initial comment there. We were resisting right from the beginning. We were part of the resistance. He's had it in for Trump since day one and probably before. But there is more from Adam Schiff. I'm watching the hearings on Friday morning. Not what I normally like to do when I'm technically off for the weekend, but I wanted to see how it went with former Ukraine ambassador from the U.S., Marie um, Ivanovich. Okay? Now, in the middle of this in the morning, Trump tweeted, and now he's being accused by Schiff and others of witness tampering. This is ridiculous. This is outrageous. This is not witness tampering on the part on the part of Trump. It actually is on the part of Schiff. Because in the middle of the hearing, Trump tweets this out to the world. 
Everywhere Marie Yovanovitch went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? Then fast forward to Ukraine, where the Ukrainian president spoke unfavorably about her. In my second phone call with him, it is a U.S. president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors. Okay? So that that's what he had put out there. Trump stops the hearing as, as there's testimony being given by Yovanovitch and uh, accuses Trump of witness tampering. Listen to this. Um, Ambassador Ivanovich, uh, as we sit here testifying, the president is attacking you on Twitter. Um, and I'd like to give you a chance to respond. I'll read part of one of his tweets. Everywhere Marie Ivanovich went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? And now the president in real time is attacking you. What effect do you think that has on other witnesses' willingness to come forward and expose wrongdoing? Well, uh, it's very intimidating. I want to let you know, Ambassador, that some of us here take witness intimidation very, very seriously. Got a question for you. For our gang and for you listening to us, how could that be witness tampering? Because unless Schiff had brought that tweet from the president into the hearing, Yovanovitch would have had no knowledge of it throughout the entire time she testified for several hours on Friday. The president's response, I have the same rights to free speech as anybody else. What is there, a moratorium on him tweeting while the impeachment inquiry hearings are going on? This was not witness tampering by the president. There's any influence on the witness. That is on Schiff, who had the choice to read the tweet or not. So where are you on the charlatan comment on the charge against the president that some Democrats are saying warrants another separate article of impeachment against him for the charge of witness tampering? Any thoughts from what you've heard here from our Shifty Shift File. Join us. Priority for our callers at 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680. Let's get rolling. We're on the 50,000-watt front porch. We want to know what you think. And we'll get to it after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes here on the Monday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Local headlines and a story we've been following all weekend. An Orange County Sheriff's deputy out of a job now after an incident involving a rideshare driver. Yesterday, Troy Heyer was arrested and suspended without pay after he allegedly pointed a weapon at a Lyft driver. Orlando police are investigating the incident. Heyer faces charges of aggravated assault with a firearm. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeart Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. I am Melissa Fox in for Alan Spector, along with the Budman Yaffe and Kelly. And on the phone, we've got Robert from Oviedo. You think the witnesses got shredded? Oh, yeah. Did, did you hear uh, when they asked, have you ever witnessed the president commit high crimes or, or, misdem- or of treason? No. Have you ever been in the presence of the president? No. Have you ever witnessed the president, uh, bri- uh, you know, doing bribery? No. Have you, were you on the phone call with the president? No. <laughs> Game set match. If you ever brought this into a courtroom, you may get reprimanded by the judge. 
I mean, this whole thing is just so pathetic, you know. That was game, set, match. When they had those questions, it's blown out of the water. Most definitely. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're right now talking about the uh, shift show, aren't we? Hmm. The shifty shift file here. The charlatan comment and the accusation against the president of witness tampering for tweeting during the hearing. He is the one who introduced that to Marie Yovanovitch, Which not the president. poses a question, uh, Bud. Didn't the IR, IIRC, didn't they lay it out there, no uh, devices of any sort in the... So how did he find that he was looking on his phone? So Schiff broke his own law or rules right there in the hearing. Yeah, I don't know that he got it himself or whether a staffer brought it to his attention. Uh, that's an interesting question. Yaffe, what about it? I just can't believe people buy into stuff. This is witness intimidation. No. That's what they're saying over the weekend. I mean, <laughs> witness tampering. Tampering. Whatever. Well, I heard intimidation. Possibly, possibly a separate article of impeachment. Uh, I mean, do wait, people actually buy into this? Did stuff? they read the tweet? I mean, Trump basically said that Yovanovitch stunk at her job. That's not yeah. witness intimidation. Intimidation implies some type of threat. Tampering would involve were, trying to change the witness's temp- testimony. None of that applies. He was giving his opinion on something going on. He has the freedom of speech to do that. If you don't like it, you know, that's one thing, but he can still say it. What about our textures? What's coming in on that? Kelly, you want to give us a text or two here, please? Absolutely. It's, um, somebody said the funny part is Schiff is following Trump's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Another texter said it wasn't Trump. Adam Schiff told the witness Adam Schiff brought it into the impeachment trial. It was Adam Schiff who was witness tampering. That's the point we're yeah. making. Yeah, another person says Schiff is using the typical Democrat strategy do something illegal or unethical, then say the president did it. Any thoughts on the um, charlatan comment at the convention where he talks about, we've been, I've been part of the resistance since the beginning. You've all been with well, me out here, you Democrats out in California. This guy's a charlatan. In other words, a fraud, a deceiver, a liar. And we're going to send him back to Trump Tower from whence he came. I honestly think this is the biggest problem the Democrats have because they're going to have to convince the American people that this is different compared to everything else they've been doing since Trump's been in office. I mean, they really don't have much credibility when it comes to this because, like Schiff said, they've been doing this since he's been inaugurated. I mean, come on. It was really great. You know, if they didn't show it much on camera. You had to, to look hard to catch it. But the Republicans, Jim Jordan and company, had a couple of signs posted in the hearing yeah. that they've had repeatedly. <laughs> That's all that. You know, and one of them was, well, we have to impeach Trump. He might get reelected yeah. from Al Green, who led the impeachment movement from day one of the Trump presidency. Yeah, you know, I talked to family members who are not super into politics, but the first thing they usually say is, haven't they, haven't they been trying to do this since he got elected? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like premeditated impeachment, you know. <laughs> Pre, right. As, you know, I mean, second degree. It, yeah, they're just looking for some kind of a trigger, and the trigger is this call. Uh, with the Ukrainian president, which, you know, is right. no way what the founders had in mind um, when it comes to providing for the removal of a rogue president mm-hmm. who's guilty of treason, bribery, <laughs> which is now what they're trying to call this because nobody, they said, understood quid pro quo. <laughs> I mean, trying to Seriously. bribe. Please. And, 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 you know, he never got the investigation of Biden and others involved in corruption over in the Ukraine in the view of the president, and the money flowed to Ukraine. I mean, this whole thing, this whole thing, I think the Democrats will rue the day. So I told you I'm in the Christmas spirit. We decorated the tree over the week. 
weekend, early, earliest ever. Now time for our news in for Alan. Here's Melissa again, and there's a grim story. We've had a mass shooting out in Fresno, California. What do you have? Well, police are now searching for a suspect or suspects who opened fire at this backyard party Sunday night in Fresno, killing four people, injuring six others. The victims were at a gathering watching football when shots rang out about 6 o'clock in the evening. Authorities released no info on the person or people who made their way into the backyard and began shooting at the home in the southeast part of the city. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Democratic presidential candidate and Afghan war vet Pete Buttigieg is taking President Trump to task for pardoning two army officers accused of war crimes. In a tweet on Saturday, the South Bend, Indiana mayor said there's nothing pro-military about overruling the military justice system to prevent accountability for war crimes. He accused the president of dishonoring the armed services. The pardons went to two officers, one who ordered his soldiers to fire on three men in Afghanistan in 2008, and a Green Beret accused of killing a suspected terrorist bomb maker in Afghanistan in 2010. And do you think the president made the right call with the pardons or the wrong call? We'll debate that right after the news and the business report. A Volusia County woman is now facing charges after her child was shot. Daytona Beach police say a two-year-old girl was shot in the leg yesterday morning in a unit at the Daytona Gardens Apartments on Jean Street. The mother, who was allegedly handling the gun when it went off, has been charged with child neglect. The girl is expected to recover. Congressman Jim Jordan is pushing back on questions about whether it was appropriate for President Trump to pressure Ukraine into investigating the Bidens. Well, I mean, look, uh, he overheard a conversation. Specifically uh, mentioned we of don't the know Bidens if the other two people at the table are going to vouch for his story. Uh, we'll see, because there was four people at the table. He was appearing on CBS's Face the Nation. The Ohio Republican said that such a requested probe by Trump did not happen. Jordan refused to answer questions after it was pointed out that State Department official David Holmes testified he overheard a call between Ambassador to the European Union Gordon Soundland and Trump, in which he heard Trump ask the president of Ukraine if he was going to do the investigation. Jordan said that's not what took place and noted that U.S. aid to Ukraine had been released without any investigation, so the quid pro quo didn't happen. Well, the win streak in Miami is over. The Dolphins fell 37-20 to at home to the Bills. Ryan Fitzpatrick threw for 323 yards in the loss. Kalen Balage and Jakeem Grant also rushed for touchdown for Miami. They now drop to 2-8. and eight. The Colts beat Jacksonville 33-13 yesterday in Indianapolis. The Saints blasted the Tampa Bay Bucks 34-17 in New Orleans. No good news for Florida teams. <laughs> no, not this weekend. But there might be some good news coming out of New England. Former Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski, the Gronk, might be making a comeback. Get out of here. Really? Yeah, he's scheduled an announcement tomorrow morning. Tom yeah. Brady's favorite target retired, you know, after the Patriots won the Super Bowl earlier this year. He has until November 30th to make a decision on whether he wants to return. I watched the Pats last night. They could use they need him. him. They need him. If he's in shape, bring him back. <laughs> you don't want to miss any part of Good Morning Orlando, but if you do, you can just catch up on our podcast at iHeartRadio. Radio. 
Checking headlines for you right now. Republicans are denying what President Trump is doing to this country. According to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, during an interview on CBS's Face the Nation, Pelosi said she finds it a waste of time to respond to Republican remarks on impeachment. She added that the GOP is in denial about what has happened, and she doesn't wish to dignify any of their misrepresentations of what's going on. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. Count on it here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. I'm going to tell you, I'm on the president's side here. And some of you may not agree with me. In the pardoning of these three U.S. soldiers who were fighting radical Islamic terrorism in the theater of war and uh, either have been accused of or convicted of war crimes. Let me just run you quickly through these three cases here. Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher was found not guilty of killing a wounded ISIS fighter, but he was convicted of posing for a picture with the dead ISIS fighter. And then he was demoted in rank. Then there is the case of Major Matt Goldstein, accused of murder after repeatedly admitting he killed an unarmed Afghan man 10 years ago whom he believed was a Taliban bomb maker. Goldstein said he shot the man because he was certain his bomb making would continue to threaten American troops and their Afghan partners. He is facing court-martial, or was until the president intervened as commander-in-chief with his pardoning powers under the Constitution that no one disputes. And so now he is off the hook. He was going to be court-martialed. And then there is the case of First Lieutenant Clint Lawrence. He was convicted of murder in 2013 for ordering his soldiers to open fire on three unarmed Afghan men whom he believed were Taliban bomb makers killing two of them. He was sentenced to 19 years. He had served six years. Let's begin right now by listening to some sound over the weekend of an emotional family reunion. Lieutenant Clint Lawrence in the slammer in Leavenworth for six years. Here he is at the joyous reunion with his family. Thank you, President Trump. Woo! Yeah. I'd like to ask, uh, I'd like to ask the rest of the country to help me do that too, to, uh, to tell President Trump thank you. I really appreciate it. Woo! Welcome home. Wow, what a moment! And here is the president, you know, who feels as I do that sometimes our rules of engagement, and a lot of these came out of the Obama era, where he tied the hands of the military put these soldiers, our warriors, in impossible situations against a ruthlessly committed enemy, radical Islamic terrorists, Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, whatever form they happen to take. And under the pressure of a combat scenario, with split-second life-and-death decisions to be made, for them to survive and the men in their charge to survive, you cannot bring them home and throw them in prison. And the president has this to say. 
You know, we teach them how to be great fighters, and then when they fight, sometimes they get really treated very unfairly. So what about it? The pardons of Gallagher and Lawrence and Goldstein. Right call or wrong call by the president? I'm with him. Where do you stand and why? 407-916-5400. Particularly love to hear from those of you active duty or veterans of service to America's um, Army. This is all. These are all Army cases. Well, actually, no, we have a Navy SEAL. And then, um, you know, whatever branch of service it happens to be. Where are you on what the president did? His own Secretary of Defense was against this. And a lot of the military um, uh, officials were as well, saying this undermines... Uh, the the military justice system, what the president did here. But I think it's outrageous what we do to some of our warriors under these rules of engagement. 407-916-5400, text line 23680, a standard message and data rate supply. You're next after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. Now updating headlines locally for you. After eight years without answers, the father of a missing woman has reason for optimism. On Sunday, it was the eighth anniversary of the day Orlando's Michelle Parker was last seen. Her father says to go that long without answers is uncalled for, but he hopes a new police chief will lead to a new approach to the case. He tells News 6 the case needs a new set of eyes, new direction, and new thoughts. Stay tuned for updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. The Promise on Good Morning Orlando. Stay ahead of the storm with Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA Orlando. So the president has given pardons to these three men in the military, one Navy SEAL, two Army guys here who um, have been accused of war crimes. One has been in prison for the last six years. Melissa, you served in the United States Army. What's your take on what the president did here? He's taken a lot of heat, and he's taken it from his own Secretary of Defense and some top military officials as well. Bud, I think this was a great decision. I also believe that Trump did it for the right purposes, not for political reasons. However, incidentally, it's a beautiful political trap, don't you think? I mean, if the Democrats criticize it, they come across as overly anti-troops. And on a separate note, the GOP definitely needs to keep support for the troops in the conversation because I don't think the Democrats do well on this issue. And I think some wouldn't be able to avoid demonizing the armed forces on camera. Yeah, some of the Democrats have already come out and criticized it, which is kind of amazing. Pete Buttigieg, one Joe Biden, another saying Trump's unfit to be commander in chief. But I agree with Melissa. Politically, this is a winner. I mean, morally, it's the right thing to do. But politically, I think it's a winner as well. Because I feel like the majority of Americans agree with him that the rules of engagement can be too tight sometimes when it comes. Because war is war. It's ugly. It is. We train them to go over there and protect themselves and the people in their charge and to right. kill the enemy. That, that is what we train them to do. You know, and in the heat of battle, in split-second you know, decision-making mode, they do something that if they had a time to reflect, perhaps they wouldn't have done if they knew more about the enemy or who they perceive to be the enemy than they can possibly know in this situation. They might have done otherwise. But what are they supposed to do? Allow themselves to be slaughtered or set the stage for them to lose their freedom when they return home to the nation 
for which they have fought valiantly. But you're absolutely right. And I'm glad that President Trump did this. These men should never be punished for being good soldiers or following orders. Terrorists, murderers, poo-poo heads, they don't get any special rights in my mind. But our military, they do what they're told. They tell me to jump, I jump. I don't ask how high. Yeah, and these rules of engagement that, you know, that were changed under the Obama regimes, he's basically anti-U.S. military, I'm sorry, that's the truth of the matter there, are, are impossible. They put our troops in an impossible situation and a very risky situation when they have to say, well, I don't know, wait a minute, how is that going to play? Is that going to get me a court martial? You, oh! you don't think about that. You do what you're told. Gee, I just took a bullet in the head. Yeah. I guess I don't have to worry about that anymore. What about it, uh, Kelly? Uh, you're all hitting it right on the head, exactly, uh, especially when you go into the split decision-making that you have to make on the fly. You have to, you know, make the best decision for yourself in your platoon or whatever the case, and even your country. So, All right, we're pretty unanimous here. As a matter of fact, we are. What about the texters? With us or against us? With or against the president? Uh, yeah, one person says, I'm with the president. Those Democrats are the same people who are opposed to improving VA health care and penalizing those who are retired by making them pay for the health care systems when they still have children under age living at home. Another one that called me out and said, did you really just say poo-poo heads? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Another says, pardon is correct. These men are warriors. Who sent them there? It's not their fault. And President Trump once again proving he's a true leader at times, going against his own cabinet members. All right. We got all the troops in line here on the 50,000-watt front it's, porch. That, isn't, that doesn't happen too often. I got to tell you, it's hard you know, to watch that video and not support what Trump did. The video of the reunion with the family. Oh, wow. yeah. Just, the guy had been mean, in prison for so many years, yeah. Lawrence. It really is I something. I choked up. You yeah, know. you bet. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Delighted to have you with us here on our brisk Monday morning at 7 o'clock as we update once again Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And in for Alan Spector, I'm Melissa Fox. Our top stories this morning a mass shooting in California has left four dead, and an Orange County deputy has been arrested. More in one minute. Colin Kaepernick works out and wants back in pro football. Do you want him back in the NFL? We're talking about it next on Good Morning Orlando. 704 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Four people are dead and at least six others injured in what police in Fresno, California are calling a mass casualty shooting. Deputy Chief Michael Reed says there's not a lot of details known at this point. We're going to exhaust every investigative lead we can to find out who did this, why they did this, and bring those folks to justice. The victims were shot when someone opened fire at a backyard family gathering to watch football. Authorities say no suspects have been identified after one or more people made their way into the yard and began shooting at the home in southeast Fresno. Police are going door to door in the neighborhood now in search of any potential surveillance video. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. House Minority Whip Steve Scalise says President Trump's pardon of two Army officers who were accused of war crimes is good for troop morale. 
The Louisiana Republican told Fox News Sunday that he's heard from service members who felt they needed a team of attorneys before they could return fire on the battlefield. Scalise suggests that to pardons, thanks to the pardons rather, troops no longer have to fear repercussions. Trump pardoned two soldiers despite concerns from Pentagon officials. Great angle on the story there from Scalise, and we debated it here in the last half hour. An Orange County deputy is facing what his boss calls very serious allegations. Deputy Troy Heyer was arrested this weekend after an off-duty incident with a rideshare driver. The driver alleges Heyer pointed a gun at him after a ride. Heyer's lawyer claims it was self-defense. The 14-year veteran is now suspended without pay. Sheriff John Mina says the deputies are held to the highest standards on and off-duty. Democratic presidential candidates are going to debate in Atlanta this week. Uh, Fox's Evan Brown has the report. The Democratic candidates for president will debate this week on MSNBC in cooperation with The Washington Post. And according to their criteria, based on polling and fundraising, former Vice President Joe Biden will be at center podium. Not involved with this debate is former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who declared candidacy just last week, expressing belief that none of the current contenders will defeat President Trump. The debate will take place at the Atlanta Movie Studios, owned by filmmaker Tyler Perry. Evan Brown, Fox News. Today, Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunes is joining representatives from 19 Florida manufacturers on a trade mission to Colombia. The four-day trip is coordinated by Enterprise Florida. Florida is Colombia's largest trading partner, accounting for $7.2 billion in annual two-way trade. The latest person to throw their hat into the ring for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination is making waves. I'm not crazy about super PAC money, uh, but uh, look, I think we need to do some catch up. On NBC's Meet the Press, former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick says he's willing to accept super PAC money for his presidential bid. He added that any super PAC money he receives should all be fully disclosed. Top progressive candidate Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have sworn off super PAC donations and have been leading the field in donations with their grassroots efforts. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been criticized for signaling an openness to accepting Super PAC money as well. I'm a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll. I'm a little bit of Memphis and Nashville, with a little bit of Motown in my soul. It looks like Bud knows this. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> After 11 years, but Donnie and Marie Osmond's Las Vegas residencies finally coming to a close. Back in 2008, the brother-sister duo agreed to a six-week contract with the Flamingo Las Vegas to play at their theater, and it went so well, it got extended multiple times. The siblings performed their last Vegas residency show on Saturday, holding back tears. According to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Marie Osmond will continue to perform on the Strip She's expected to create a new show with a possible new partner. All right. I like the music. I'm not getting weepy about this, but uh, good song. <laughs> okay. WFLA Newstime 708. Uber testing pet-friendly rides in Tampa. We have that story on our website at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, WFLA Orlando. Just search that. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m., News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us. Bud Henning and Melissa Fox in for Alan Spector, who will be back with us tomorrow. Mike Yaffe, our executive producer. Kelly Velez is our screener. Flag-hating, cop-hating, 
former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick kind of stiffed the NFL on Saturday, kind of a bait and switch. They had him all set up to show his wares and show off to all 32 NFL teams in a workout in Atlanta when he suddenly pulled out, moved at 60 miles uh, to, a, to a school out of the area. Some of the teams came along, you know, and he showed the same old cocky, hostile attitude that turned off fans by the millions. Now, you remember, Kaepernick refused to stand for the national anthem, taking a knee, saying he doesn't, you know, he will not stand for the flag when we have a country here that isn't all it should be for all people, um, that, that we have police brutality, and in his mind aimed primarily at his fellow black Americans here and, and, and that turned off millions of fans to the point where attendance was down at stadiums significantly, and he was the reason. And television ratings were down, and millions of dollars in revenue were lost, and he was undeniably the cause of that. Now, we have a one-word texting poll as we get into how it went over the weekend and what Kaepernick had to say in just a moment. Yaffe, pose that so folks can start voting now. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll get a lot of response to this. Here's the question. Do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Just text yes or text no to 23680. Do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Text yes or no to 23680. More on this coming up and your take welcome on the phone at 407-916-5400 and long form on the text line at 23680. First name and town are welcome. In the meantime, we'll have a check of traffic and weather plus the latest news. It is 711 on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines drawn from our hot topic of this half hour of Good Morning Orlando. Colin Kaepernick says he's ready to go if an NFL team wants him to quarterback. Eight teams attended his 40-minute workout Saturday after his representatives changed the location just minutes before it was scheduled to begin in Atlanta. The quarterback's representatives said they decided to move to a neutral location because they wanted the media to be able to see the workout. Kaepernick has been out of football since 2016 after repeatedly kneeling during the national anthem to protest police brutality against black people and social injustice in general. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Kaepernick says he didn't like the situation. He didn't think there was going to be transparency of the NFL managing this workout. So he took it another place on his own terms with his own people. And uh, he was incensed. They tried to make him sign some kind of a waiver, which he didn't like, and uh, about what he could say and couldn't say, et cetera, et cetera, and how he'd behave if he were back in the league, I guess. And, uh, and the league simply said it is standard procedure. Okay. Now, here's the deal. Just to refresh your memory, if you're saying, I don't know, I think I remember something about that Kaepernick guy, bud man, but what did he do? Well, back in 2016, he refused to stand for the national anthem, taking a knee in front of national television audiences and jam-packed stadiums, and most did not like it, to say the least. Here is Kaepernick. Uh, 
Kaepernick back then um, when he was first interviewed. When there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. His main issue, how his fellow blacks are treated by police. Police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. And he took to wearing socks depicting cops as pigs. On Saturday, he had a sweatshirt on when he worked out that said Kunta Kinte. If you remember Roots, I right? Do. That was the main character who came up from slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, he feels like he's, you know, like a multi-million dollar slave. He got a huge settlement from the NFL. We don't know how much. Lives in a palace. I mean, give me a break. So after the workout on Saturday, here's what he had to say. And listen to the, the edge we're all familiar with on Kaepernick. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Wow. Is, it, is this the way you treat a prospective employer when you're trying to get hired? Mm. You, you know, <laughs> you, you, you stick it in their face like this. You say, I'm not coming to the job interview. We're holding the job interview over here, not where you want to hold the job interview. Do you talk to a prospective employer? Like, give me a break. I don't think this guy's serious about getting back in the league. I, I mean, I, I don't know what was going on over the weekend. Maybe you can weigh in on that. But here is my bottom line. It's very simple for the Bud Man because I'm a simple guy. All right? Kaepernick should not be back in the National Football League, and I hope he doesn't get an offer to play quarterback. He probably could play well enough to be somebody's backup. I don't know. It was hard to tell for me over the weekend. But having said that, he is simply bad for business. He turns off fans who don't want to come to the stadium and see him disrespect our flag and complain about our police. They don't feel largely the way he feels. He is bad for business. He causes people to turn off NFL games by the millions on television. They're under no obligation to give this guy a job. If I were bad for ratings, they would not put me on the air. They pay me. I have to be good for business to stay here. So do you have to be good for business to stay on the job wherever you are. What makes Colin Kaepernick think they owe him a job and he can stick it in their face the way he did over the weekend? He is bad for business. So my answer to the one-word texting poll, which is, Melissa? Oh, the texting poll is, do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? You can text yes or text no to 23680. Again, Kaepernick back in the NFL? Yes or no? Text it to 23680. If I played the game and I stay out of these texting polls, I would say no. And uh, we'll see what you say here in just a moment. Join the conversation on the phone. We'll give you priority. If you got something to say, we'll get you on. 407-916-5400. Long-form texters coming up. And, of course, the texting poll voting updated. After we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes, here on Good Morning Orlando. 
Headlines now out of Central Florida, where an Ocala teen faces charges after allegedly getting into a deadly hit-and-run accident. The Florida Highway Patrol says their troopers responded to a hit-and-run call on Friday evening on Southwest 155th Street in Ocala. A 7-year-old boy riding a bike was hit and killed. A 17-year-old driver later found and arrested for leaving the scene of a fatal crash without stopping to help. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories. Count on it on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando at 725. I'm Melissa Fox along with the Bud Man Yaffe and Kelly. And Mike is on the phone from St. Cloud. Mike, you say that this is going to ruin our work environments, these social justice warriors. Please explain. Correct. Good morning, Melissa. Kaepernick was given everything he asked for. He even had a Nike film crew to do a commercial where he could make another million dollars. But he got everything he wanted. He panicked. He's not interested in coming back. And so as a self-employed individual and anyone out there with a little common sense, you never want to hire these social justice warriors slash fools. They come into the workplace. They take over. They make complaints, allegations, and they want the employer to conform to whatever they feel like. You and Bud have to follow the workplace rules. You have to wear certain clothes. You can't say certain words. Kaepernick and all the social justice warriors, they want what they want. They're destroying business. Stay away, bad news. Thanks, Mike. My Appreciate thing. that, man. Very good. Very now, good. what about it, Melissa? Where are you on Kaepernick getting back in the NFL, which is our one-word texting poll. Do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Oh, text no. yes or text no to 23680. Yaffe will keep tabs on the voting. We'll get an update in his take and Kelly's in a moment, but go ahead. Well, Bud, first, if your goal is to bring people together behind your cause, then why give people a reason not to support you? Okay, the whole kneeling thing, the preach brutality for African Americans, I get that. But a lot of people didn't like what he was doing, so he should have done something different. Instead, he doubled down, called anyone who didn't support him a bigot, continued to disrespect the flag. Yesterday, this weekend, no big deal. Clearly, he's not interested in returning to the NFL. He just wants to be, like Mike said, a social justice warrior. A and a martyr, mm-hmm. I think. He wants to wind up as a martyr. That's what Stephen A. Smith of ESPN yeah. concluded. What about it, Yaffe? Yeah, I agree with Stephen A. Smith that he has no interest. He wants to be a martyr. That being said, I kind of do want him to go back because if he ends up being terrible and losing, that'd be fun to watch. Not going to lie. <laughs> Kelly? <laughs> yeah, people forget right before all this happened, you know, he was a starting QB. He wasn't doing too well. I, I think the message at first, like it was important, that's fine and everything. But now he's just doing way too much. I don't, think, I don't think taking a knee for the flag well, is I, a I, good I, thing I, and important. I, I, I think what he was trying to bring to the public eye was the right thing. I don't think the means what? that he went to What in to, particular? To it, police, uh, the police brutality aimed toward black people? Correct. Yeah. I think, um, you know, with him bringing that up, that, that's a perfect way to do it. But taking a knee Man. and everything, that, that wasn't the right means to do it, in my opinion. You but know, it was then a I good should take topic. a knee for the flag because we allow babies to be killed by the millions with our abortion rules in this country. I don't demand a perfect America to stand up and salute this flag and have pride swelling in my heart as a patriot for those who have served and died for the freedoms that we have. I don't demand a perfect America. He is demanding perfection in his eyes for this country before he will acknowledge this flag and all this flag represents. I'm on fire about this and all the freedoms that he has been granted to be the first-class jackass he is. Mm-hmm. 
So he's doing what about so it on the text line? Well, right now we have uh, most people agreeing with you, bud. By far, 122 people say no, they don't want Kaepernick back in the NFL. One person said yes. We have three people that say they don't care either way. I think one of those yeses said it was a mistake. <laughs> Just want you to know that he said my prior yes was a typo. The guy should not be allowed in the okay. NFL. So we have two maybes. Yeah, so I'm thinking yeah. maybes. And yeah, I'm- so so the question is, do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Text you the yes or text no to 23680, and we'll keep the voting open and give you updates all the way until 9 o'clock, even when we're talking about other things. And, of course, it's Monday, so we can get your phone calls in on this on Open Mind Monday throughout our 8 o'clock hour if you'd like to. In the meantime, at the bottom of the hour, those of you checking in for news, in for Alan, here's Melissa. A football party turns into a mass shooting in California. We've got a real-life breaking breaking bad story. Couldn't make it through there. Also elsewhere in the latest traffic and weather, just two minutes away, it's 7.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Boy, my uh, Kaepernick tirade there lit some of you up on the text line. Thanks for your support, but in the meantime... Let's get down to a very serious breaking news story overnight from the West Coast. Melissa? Yes, Bud. Four people are dead in a mass shooting in Fresno, California. Ten people were shot when someone opened fire in a backyard family gathering. They were there to watch football. Lieutenant Bill Dooley of the Fresno Police Department described the scene as first responders arrived. Officers arrived on scene. What we found um, were several individuals deceased in the backyard. Julie says they don't have much to go on, so the plan is to canvas the neighborhood in hopes of finding any potential surveillance videos. We have no suspect information at this time, no vehicle information, uh, but obviously we're working on that right now. Authorities released no information on the person or people who made their way into the yard and began shooting at the home in the southeast part of the city. There's no evidence, however, that the shooting may have been gang-related. The news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A Volusia County mother is facing charges after her child was shot. Daytona Beach police say a two-year-old girl was shot in the leg yesterday morning in a unit at the Daytona Gardens Apartments on Jean Street. The mother, who allegedly was handling the gun when it went off, has been charged with child neglect. The girl is expected to recover. A pair of chemistry professors in Arkansas are facing charges for cooking up meth. Dean Muccio has more. It was kind of Breaking Bad Arkansas style. Terry Bateman and Bradley Rowland, both professors at Henderson State University, were arrested last week. An investigation began after someone reported a chemical odor in the University Science Center in early October. Days later, the two were placed on administrative leave. Investigators are kind of hush-hush about what they found the two were charged with manufacturing methamphetamine and using drug paraphernalia. Dean Muchel, NBC News Radio. The University of Football, Florida football team moved up two spots to 10th in this week's Top 25 Coaches poll. The Gators climbed in the rankings after a 23-6 win at Missouri. UF is off this week before wrapping up the regular season by hosting rival Florida State on November 30th. The new CFP rankings will come out tomorrow. Elsewhere... The cast of Netflix Fuller House is wrapping up filming. Over the weekend, the cast of the series shared photos on Instagram of their goodbyes after filming the final episode of the fifth 
and final season. Netflix announced the show's final season in January. Fuller House will be available on Netflix this fall. And that's kind of the sequel to Full House, the yes. original Full House for folks who are wondering what the heck we're talking about. Which that's is on Hulu. I watch it sometimes. Yeah. I like yes. it. Did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Are you a Gibbler fan? No, okay, I don't just know. Checking. I just like the show. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Gibbler? Kimmy. Oh, annoying neighbor. That's a character on the show, yeah. That's all right. It's okay. Just trying to keep everybody in the loop, including me. Right, thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, but He's really doing it for himself, but everyone else. No, come on. It's a public service I'm providing here. I'm a man of the people. Okay, you know this one, right? Now, you know this song. Hold on, let's see. All right. Jolene, Jolene. Dolly. Jolene, Jolene. Sing to me, Dolly. Please don't take him just because you can. Dolly Parton's new Netflix series premieres this Friday. It's an eight-episode Netflix original called Heartstrings. It tells the story of eight of Dolly's most iconic songs, including Jolene and Two Doors Down. That's supposed to be terrific. Mm-hmm. You it's know, going to be good. Really good, positive, faith-based uh, I love me, Dolly. I, I love, love me some Dolly. Yeah, just please, Dolly. No more work on the lips. You're going to be tripping on them you know, uh, if you keep this up. <laughs> I also love the Gronk. <laughs> Former New England Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski has a scheduled announcement tomorrow morning. Tom Brady's favorite target retired, you know, after the Super Bowl earlier this year. If it's a big, and what else could it be? I mean, he's been dabbling in wrestling and a few other things, and I hope he's coming back. Gronkowski would have to agree to a deal with the Patriots by November 30th if he wants to play this year. Yeah. He's been working as an ambassador for a CBD company and also as football commentator on Fox since he left the field. Yaffe's always accusing the Patriots of cheating. If they bring Gronk back, he's so awesome. Would that be cheating? Yeah, somehow. <laughs> Some way it's cheating. He was he was probably spying while he was off. Uh-huh. And then when he comes back, he'll use there his spy go. work. He you was adorable in his bow tie. A sore loser. <laughs> Yesterday he looked so good in his bow tie while he was doing the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Gronk. Find these stories and more on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. And you can find the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. I firmly believe in second chances. We're going to give you another chance if you missed some of the really hot stuff we were talking about pre-Kaepernick on the show. We're going to give you a compressed version here in a moment after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on the Monday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Headlines for you on the impeachment front. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi says President Trump's conduct is, quote, so much worse, end quote, than the acts that forced former President Richard Nixon out of office. On CBS's Face the Nation Sunday morning, the California Democrat said that President Trump is welcome to testify before the committee is conducting the impeachment inquiry against him, adding that he has every opportunity to make his case. Can you say in unison, that ain't happening? Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. Good morning, Orlando. Bud Hedinger, Melissa Fox in for Alan Spector. Yaffe at the controls, and Kelly is screening. Now, listen, we want to catch you up on a couple of hot topics we got into uh, at length in our 6 o'clock hour pre-Kaepernick here, so you can be thinking about them and call and text on Open Mind Monday when we turn the show over to you from 8 until 9. 
Adam Schiff, the Trump-hating Democrat who heads the House Intel Committee that is running the impeachment inquiry hearings right now, has said in public, well, we haven't really decided whether we'll fully go down the impeachment road yet, and this is a somber, sad occasion for the nation. How does he really feel, and how does he feel about Trump? Listen to him at a campaign event for the Democrats out in California when he went home to his district over the weekend. Two years ago, I stood before you and I urged you to resist, and you did. But we are more than a resistance now. We are a majority. We are a majority in one house, and we will become the majority in the other. And we will send, we will send that charlatan in the White House back to the golden throne he came from. Now let me take you back to Friday's hearing where Marie Ivanovich, the... Uh, ousted ambassador from the U.S. to Ukraine. Uh, Trump threw her out, said she was bad news. Um, Trump is tweeting in the middle of the hearing, but he's tweeting out to everybody, you know, whether they're listening or watching the hearing or not. And he tweeted everywhere Marie Ivanovich uh, turned, uh, went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? Then fast forward to Ukraine, where the new Ukrainian president spoke unfavorably about her. In my second phone call with him, it is a U.S. president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors, and nobody, including Yovanovitch, would deny that. Um, but in the middle of Yovanovitch's testimony, Schiff interrupted and read the tweet with her right there in the hearing room and then accused the president of witness tampering. Hey, the president tweeted... She never would have known about this while she was testifying if it hadn't been for Schiff. He's the one guilty of witness tampering, yes? Um, Ambassador Ivanovich, uh, as we sit here testifying, the president is attacking you on Twitter. Um, and I'd like to give you a chance to respond. I'll read part of one of his tweets. Everywhere Marie Ivanovich went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? And now the president in real time is attacking you. What effect do you think that has on other witnesses' willingness to come forward and expose wrongdoing? Well, uh, it's very intimidating. I want to let you know, Ambassador, that some of us here take witness intimidation very, very seriously. The witness is intimidated. Schiff, it's on you. You chose to read the president's tweet. He said correctly, I have freedom of speech. If I want to tweet anything, anytime, I can do it. And he did. It's on Schiff. Think about that for Open Mind Monday at 8 o'clock. And then there is the president, and he's running afoul of his own Secretary of Defense and some of the military establishment as well. But I support him on this. And all of us on Good Morning Orlando have registered our support for his pardoning of three U.S. soldiers accused of or already convicted of various war crimes fighting radical Islamic terrorists in the theater of war in the Middle East. One of them, listen now, is Army Lieutenant Clint Lawrence, serving 19 years in prison, pardoned and freed over the weekend by President Trump after six years behind bars. Um, Lawrence was convicted of murder in 2013 for ordering his soldiers to open fire on three unarmed Afghan men whom he believed were Taliban bomb makers. Two of them were killed. Here is Lawrence with the Happy Family Reunion. All right, everyone, this is the moment. 
Feels great. Hey, I want to say thank you, President Trump. I'd like to ask. I'd like to ask the rest of the country to help me do that too. To to tell President Trump, thank you. I really appreciate it. Welcome home. Wow, what a moment. We support the president as commander-in-chief. He has the constitutional right to issue these pardons. Nobody can deny that. But the deal is this. These rules of engagement and some of the changes made under the Obama presidency have put our warriors in untenable situations under unimaginable life-and-death pressure to make split-second decisions in the interest of your own survival and the survival of those troops in your charge, and then to come home and be thrown into prison to risk a court-martial. You cannot ask our warriors to fight under those conditions, and the president said in these cases that the pardon was appropriate, and we support him. You can think about that for Open Mind Monday in our 8 o'clock hour. Headlines now on the impeachment front. This Trump tweet just in. Never has the Republican Party been so united as it is now. 95% approval rating. This is a great fraud being played out against the American people by the fake news media and their partner, the do-nothing Democrats. The rules are rigged by Pelosi and Schiff, but we are winning and we will win. The president tweeting moments ago. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories for you on Good Morning Orlando. Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. W226BT Orlando and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Welcome aboard on the Monday edition of the show here at 8 o'clock. Our latest look now at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Melissa Fox in for Alan Spector today. Top stories we're looking at this hour several dead after a mass shooting in Fresno. And a change may be coming for the Florida Constitution. More in one minute. And it's Open Mind Monday. What's on your mind on Kaepernick getting back in the NFL? The impeachment front? The president pardoning three U.S. soldiers? Whatever you want to talk about, it's next on Good Morning Orlando. 805 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Police in Fresno, California are searching for the suspect or suspects who opened fire at a backyard party last night, killing four people. Six others were injured. Lieutenant Bill Dooley of the Fresno Police Department says they don't have much to go on, so the plan is to canvas the neighborhood in hopes of finding any potential surveillance videos. We have no suspect information at this time, no vehicle information, uh, but obviously we're working on that right now. The victims were gathering, watching football when shots rang out around 6 p.m. Authorities released no information on the people or person who made their way into the yard and began shooting at the home in the southeast part of Fresno. Still no evidence. However, the shooting was uh, possibly gang-related. The news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. More public testimony is coming this week in the Trump impeachment inquiry, but most supporters of the president don't think it will go anywhere. Dr. Gina Loudon is co-chair of Women for Trump in Florida. 
the Democrats have set a horrible precedent that from now on, I think most presidents will be impeached. And that's the tradition that the Democrats have set up. And I don't think this is going to bode well for them. She says her fellow female Trump supporters will show up for him at the polls in 2020 because of the economic benefits they've been experiencing since he's been in office, including historic lows for female unemployment. I think she makes some great points there. Illinois Congressman Mike Quigley says President Trump has a pattern of witness intimidation. That can't be part of a corrupt scheme. I think that's what we saw here. During an interview on CBS's Face the Nation, the Democratic member of the House Intelligence Committee said Trump's tweet about Ambassador Marie Yovanovitch is part of a pattern. Quigley called it a pattern of witness intimidation, but didn't say if it would be an article of impeachment should the House impeach. Trump tweeted on Friday that everywhere Yovanovitch went, turned bad. Yeah, I explained why I didn't find that to be witness intimidation by the president, but we'd love your take on Open Mind Monday at 407-916-5400 or text us at 23680. It's coming up. Some Florida state lawmakers want to throw out one way we update the state constitution. If you thought it strange that you had to vote to outlaw indoor vaping in businesses so you could support banning offshore oil drilling, so do state lawmakers. And they want to get rid of the powerful state commission that put several constitutional amendments on the ballot last year that tied together unrelated topics. A House committee approved two bills that would let voters abolish the Constitution Revision Commission, which meets every 20 years to propose changes to the state's governing document. A similar proposal passed the Senate last session, but not the House. I'm John McQuiston. We've talked about this before. I don't have a problem with the commission, but stop the bundling of unrelated topics. Puts voters in an impossible situation. And finally, police in Michigan say a man accidentally shot his brother because he thought he was a deer. John Jeffries reports. It happened Saturday as the two brothers were searching for a deer that one had shot earlier in the day. They were separated in dense brush when the older brother thought he heard the deer and fired off a shot. The 28-year-old victim had to be airlifted to the hospital and was last in serious but stable condition. John Jeffries, NBC News Radio. WFLA News Time, 8.08. Nissan is recalling over 450,000 vehicles due to fire danger. Find out if your car is on the list. That story is on our website at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts right now. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Tell you what, Melissa, the 50,000-watt front porch has been on fire for two hours, but only figuratively. Mm. It's been red hot this morning, and now we turn it all over to the smartest audience and talk radio and hear from you. Here's your opportunity to weigh in on whether or not Kaepernick ought to be back in the NFL. That's our one-word texting poll. Do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Text yes or no to 23680. How do you feel about the president against the advice of his own Secretary of Defense and some top military officials pardoning three American soldiers fighting radical Islamic terrorists and wound up either um, being accused of or convicted of war crimes. We support the commander-in-chief with these three cases. And then on the impeachment front, Pelosi wants Trump to testify. Adam Schiff calls him a charlatan, accuses him of witness tampering for the president's tweet during the hearing last Friday. 
We've had a lot to say on all those topics. If you want to talk about something else, I can tell you that we put the Christmas tree up earlier than ever over the weekend, inspired by our eight-year-old granddaughter, Brinley. And um, is it okay or not okay to have the tree up in the middle of November? If you want to weigh in on that, we'll have a little fun on the lighter side, 407-916-5400. Let's go. It's Open Mind Monday. I've been working too hard. We all have for two hours. Let us sit back and listen to the collective wisdom of the smartest audience in talk radio. 407-916-5400. Text line, first name in town. Welcome there at 23680. Open Mind Monday coming up. Oh, and the latest check on traffic, weather, and news two minutes away. It's 810 on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now further chumming the waters for your consideration and open mind Monday. How about the Democrat race for president? Listen to this. Pete Buttigieg surging to a big lead in Iowa in the well-respected Des Moines Register poll. That's the newspaper out there with 25% support for Buttigieg. And uh, Elizabeth Warren is second down at 16%. Biden is down in a tie for third with Sanders at 15%. Biden once held 32% support in that poll as recently as late last year. Updates on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. The Bud Man, the Fox, Yaffe, and Kelly with you until 9 o'clock. We're going to sit back and listen to you. It is open Mind Monday. Let's bring in a very patient caller listening to the story about Colin Kaepernick, a uh, one-time quarterback of the NFL who wouldn't stand for the flag, took a knee, you know, bashes um, police for brutality, he says, against blacks primarily. Um, he had a workout with the NFL over the weekend. And Vaughn, you've been thinking about Kaepernick, and thank you for waiting. Good morning from Portland. Hey, good morning, bud. You know, the thing that I think that is surprising to me that everybody seems to get lost and forget about is that Kaepernick converted to Islam the summer before he started taking a knee. He got married, converted to Islam, and the person that he married, she's pretty radical if you look into her, but nobody ever talks about that. And and if you, there's many political leaders that have said that the way they're going to take down America is to divide us and defeat us within. That's exactly what he's doing. You know, we did talk about those things when uh, he first took a knee, all right, and it all came to light. We did not get back into it this morning. Thank you for the reminder. He is a radical. There's no question. He's no fan of this country. I'm sorry. You know, there's nothing we could possibly do that would make him want to stand for the flag. Do you want him back in the National Football League or not? Not at all. He's just a, he's absolutely a cancer on it. And and, and people also don't remember, too, that he was, he tried out, and the reason why they gave the reason why he was taken off the team is because he was divisive in the locker room. He was not a team player. He he tried to he tried to pit players against each other in the locker rooms. He tried to divide yeah. people in the locker rooms on race, and people did not want him around because they did not. He did not create team cohesiveness. Got it. On that front, you're right, and also he's bad for business. He turns off fans who turn off their television sets and don't show up at the stadiums. You know, why are you going to bring a guy back like that? There's other people who can play quarterback. They don't need this guy. He is a cancer. Let's go to John and Kissimmee on another topic we talked about earlier here. Good morning on Open Mind Monday, John. 
Good morning. What's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind? Uh, I'm actually, you know, supportive of our commander-in-chief with the decision that he made in, uh, you know, uh, pardoning the, the soldiers. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a retired veteran and stuff like that. I support all his decisions. You know, I actually support him even in this impeachment debacle that's going on in uh, the United States. You know, this country was based on, you know, uh, the, the premise of, you know, taking care of our people. And the Democratic Party has totally gone to left field. I, I really don't know where they're at. Maybe- Thank you, John. Very much appreciated. We are swamped on the text line, too, and we will get to the long-form texters at 23680. But, Yaffe, we have a one-word texting poll on this Kaepernick situation. That's right, and you can weigh in. Here's the question. Do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Text yes or text no to 23680. The question again, do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Text yes or text no to 23680. Do you want me to give the count we got so far? How about we do that at the bottom of the hour, shall we? We'll do it at the bottom of the hour. Just a second here. You can talk about that on um, Open Mind Monday. Kaepernick, impeachment, um, the soldiers being pardoned by the president. 407-916-5400. And we'll give priority to our callers. Bill, you'll be next, but I have another line open just for you on whatever's grinding your gears on a Monday morning. Vent. It's cathartic. Get it off your chest. You'll feel better once you finally show up at work, right? So we have the text line open at 23680. And um, first name in town, welcome, unless, of course, you're voting. And then we just want you to text yes or no on whether you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL Text to 23680. Text either yes or text no. More Open Mind Monday as we roll toward the 9 o'clock hour right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. And we'll do that for you. Stick around. It happens in two minutes on the Monday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now. Well, well, well. The Reverend Al Sharpton raked in more than a million dollars in pay from his own charity last year. Sharpton got $324,000 in salary, about a third more than in 2017, in addition to about $160,000 bonus and more than half a mil and other compensation. Said he hadn't been getting his full pay from his own charity for several years. By the way, Sharpton, it is reported, according to the New York State Tax Department, still owes almost $700 million. Is that possible? In back taxes for three of his companies. Why is this guy... Still walking around on this side of the bars. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. I am Melissa Fox along with the bud man Yaffe and Kelly. On the phones, we've got Bill. Bill, you're fired up. Tell us why. Well, I'd sure like to know... uh, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, LeBron James, and Colin Kaepernick, all three of them spit in the face of Martin Luther King, defending China's suppression of citizens' right to free speech of Hong Kong. So, uh, well, what's going on? Uh, 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 where's a liberal person now? calling out these three individuals. You know, they play with balls. They play a child's game with balls. They're so important. Oh, my. That's all I got to say. 
Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's yeah. what it's all about. Feel better now, Bill? Uh-uh. Get it in there. He's gone. <laughs> he is off and running. Mike, good morning. It's Open Mind Monday. Joining us from Orlando, what's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind is Colin Kaepernick. Now, it's amazing to me. He did not have a problem with the NFL or anything in America until he was benched. They had to ask him, why were you sitting during the Pledge of Allegiance? That's when he announced his grand protest. I have never believed that this was about a protest. I believe that this is about a big, fat, baby hissy fit that he has turned into a protest. Wow. (laughs) Interesting take on that, Mike. Thanks. We appreciate it. How about we go to line three on, um, oh, on the impeachment front, I'm sure, because Nancy Pelosi is involved. Terry, what are you thinking from Orlando? Good morning, bud. Hey there. Uh, came out late last night on uh, Fox News that she accepts lobby money from the Ukraine. Well, no kidding. Nancy yes. would not do that's such another, a thing. That's another issue. Not our nervous Nancy, really. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, and this is another thing about lobby money. Uh, these people that accept lobby money, after so many years, if they don't use it, they can walk away from their whatever congressional or senate office, and they get to keep it. Well, it sounds like fodder for a couple of fresh Trump tweets, because I'm sure he's connected oh, to whatever man, Fox is doing. Oh, man, walked away <laughs> with several million dollars. Yeah, interesting, Terry. This is, we're all over the place this morning on Open Mind Monday, and that text line is swamped. Yaffe, Kelly, can you sort out a few of the many highlights? Well, but I have the most important text message of the morning, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. It says, the tree... Talking about the Christmas tree. Because we put ours up over the weekend. Should not go up before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an important holiday. So the question is, bud, why do you hate Thanksgiving so much that you would put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving? That's fair. Thanks a lot. Forming an alliance with these irate texters? (laughs) Yeah, he's ganging up on the bud man here. It felt Christmassy and our granddaughter Brindley was over age eight and she got me inspired and I needed some help you know child labor child labor <laughs> and we got yeah, that's some, the real reason right there. Well, yeah, I think it's <laughs> actually part of it but it was so sweet we love Thanksgiving it remains my favorite holiday believe it or not because all Americans celebrate it all Americans and it's completely devoid of commercial hype that's what I love about it you know, it's okay. I haven't fallen out of love with Thanksgiving. All right, I promise. What else on the text I line? like this one here. It's funny. It says that <laughs> no, but he's actually biased about Colin Kaepernick. Says might be good for him to get back into the NFL and then get whooped by the Patriots. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. What else do we see on the text line? I have another person that says, my wife has the inside and outside on a two-story done with two Christmas trees, and she's 70. And what's this guy doing? Having his feet up, drinking eggnog? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. This, <laughs> guy, this guy's got life knocked. <laughs> You're <can't> <laughs> doing a great job, honey. It's too oh, early. Oh, man. I, I support up. that guy. Now, <laughs> but we had a caller about the Ukraine and Nancy Pelosi. I knew this, and someone of our, one of our texters just let you know that one of Nancy's sons actually works for one of those companies in the Ukraine. So I need to be do a little bit more boning up on that. I learned things, too, on Open Mind Monday. 
Still haven't heard from you on Open Mind Monday. Give us a call with whatever's on your mind, and we'll put you on the radio at 407-916-5400. Go with the text line route at 23680. In the meantime, Melissa in for Allen with an update on the mass shooting we've been reporting on out in California. Yes, bud. Four people are dead, six others recovering after they were shot at a party in Fresno last night. Mike Reed is with the Fresno Police Department. The initial information is that Somebody came up on foot, possibly at least one suspect, and began firing. They fired into the backyard where most of the people were in this party. The shooting happened around 6 o'clock last night on the south side of the city. Authorities say the shooter or shooters made their way into the backyard of a home where people were gathered watching a football game. When the police arrived at the scene, at least three men were dead in the backyard. Another victim was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Six other shooting victims are expected to survive. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Senator Ron Johnson says he will soon reveal what he knows about Ukraine aid. I'll supply my telling of events, which is difficult to do in eight or ten minutes. The Wisconsin Republican, a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, tells NBC's Meet the Press he will lay out in a letter his telling of events related to the foreign aid to Ukraine that was held up and is now a central part of the impeachment inquiry against President Trump. Johnson says he's working on the letter in response to a request from Representatives Jim Jordan and Devin Nunes asking for his side of the story. I will be watching for that. Should be interesting. Johnson defended Trump, saying the president didn't push Ukraine to investigate political imponents before supplying the aid. So there's that. There's new evidence in Florida that this is the place to be for business. According to Governor Ron DeSantis, last week, after October's job numbers were released, he says the state added almost 23,000 private sector jobs and the unemployment rate stayed at 3.2 percent, which is better than the national unemployment rate of 3.6 percent. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Republicans are in denial about what President Trump is doing to the United States. I find it a waste of my time and yours to just be talking about what Republicans say. During an interview on CBS's Face the Nation, Pelosi added that the GOP is in denial about what has happened, and she doesn't wish to dignify any of their misrepresentations of what's going on. She went on to say that the GOP argument that there was no quid pro quo because Trump eventually released aid to Ukraine is misleading. We have an Open Mind Monday caller we'll hear from in a few moments on Pelosi coming up. Flagler's uh, county sheriff is grateful. The resident called, some resident called deputies, and they found something quite unusual on the beach, a duffel bag containing over 30 pounds of cocaine that washed up Friday night in Palm Coast. Here's some of the audio from that bust. Oh, we got, we, got some, we got some goodness here. 12, 13, 15 kilos, I think. Dude, I think these brown ones are heroin. Sheriff Rick Staley said the anonymous caller did the right thing, calling about the drugs because they could be deadly in the wrong hands. Today, a Colorado woman is expected to be reunited with a wedding ring she lost on Cocoa Beach. Claire Land came to Central Florida for a -a make-a-wish vacation for her stepdaughter. During an outing on Cocoa Beach, Land lost her wedding and engagement rings while putting on sunscreen. The two bands are soldered together. Land posted her tale to the Ring Finders website, and a metal detector specialist named Dave Mollison took up her case. Using a map provided by land, it took about four hours for Mollison to find the rings 10 inches below the surface. Mollison dropped the rings in the mail, and land should get them today. Rory O'Neill, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Phenomenal story. And that's the needle in the haystack, beach version. Mm-hmm. And he found it. 
Yeah, 10 inches down, too. That's incredible. Good. Just in time for Thanksgiving travel, gas prices are at a nine-month low. AAA is reporting that gas prices fell three cents last week for a state average of two thirty-seven a gallon. That means Florida has the 13th lowest gas prices in the nation. Now, Orlando average, two twenty-nine a gallon. What about Bud? Gas Bud? Well, I guess that's Gas Buddy will tell you that. AAA will tell you that. Gas Bud update, WFLA. Sings his own two sixteen a gallon Whoa. coming in at one station on 1792 in Castleberry. Very nice. WFLA News Time, 838. You don't have to miss any of Good Morning Orlando. You can take us wherever you want. Just download our podcast on your favorite podcast app or on iHeartRadio app. Our third hour continues. It's Open Mind Monday. Yeah, it is. Hey, Yaffe, how about an update on the one-word texting poll that we've had open all morning long so folks can vote and we'll total it all up at 9 o'clock? Yes, right now, uh, the question first, do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Text yes or text no to 23680. So far, we have 256 people say no. Got six people say yes. Three people don't care. <laughs> it's about as lopsided as it's ever One gotten person around said, here. Who? Yeah. who was that? Who? <laughs> yeah, Keith's got some uh, interesting information for us. He's always a good source, a great caller out of Winter Garden. I'll have you in just a moment, Keith. Uh, on Nancy Pelosi and uh, something about $2.4 billion um, and all kinds of activity and open mind Monday on a host of fronts on the text line. 23680 there, first name in town, welcome if you like. Phone number is 407-916-5400. You got to get in quickly because at the end of the show, we got to make time for the Daily Sound Judgment game and a great new prize. So Sound Judgment, next segment, wall to wall, after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now. President Trump is pleased with how his physical is going, saying the first part went great. The president tweeted yesterday morning about his unannounced visit to Walter Reed Hospital yesterday for a medical exam, saying everything was very good. He added that he'll complete the exam early next year. White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham said on Saturday night that the 73-year-old Trump did not have any health issues. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories for you, and good morning, Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. Good Monday morning, Open Mind Monday. Final segment for that before we play Sound Judgment. Here is Keith in Winter Garden. Keith, good morning. What's this you have on Pelosi? Hey, listen, you know, I don't think it was last week. It might have been late the week before. I had read a report that Nancy Pelosi had pretty much stolen $2.4 billion, with a B, dollars from the Social Security, which they do all the time. But From the trust fund? The, yes. Okay. They were, she was, said she was doing it so that it could finance the uh, impeachment inquiry. Now, I don't know about an impeachment inquiry taking $2.4 billion, but it kind of went by the by, and... I'm thinking to myself, well, isn't it possible that she's really doing this impeachment in order to abscond with funds from Social Security in order to fund, heavily fund, all of the um, Democrat candidates throughout the country and to push her socialist agenda that much easier? Is that wow, I hadn't heard about this. Any idea on the source? Can you remember? Uh, it, was, it was a report I had read, actually, on Facebook, 
I'm on so many different pages on Facebook that had this right. uh, little note, and it didn't go much further than that. It was All really right. amazing that people are not even talking about it. Yeah, we'll dive into it. Thanks for the word. Appreciate it. How about the text line incoming on Open Mind Monday, guys? Well, yeah, on the Kaepernick front, uh, one person said yes, he would like to see him back in the NFL because he'd love to see him throw a bunch of interceptions. <laughs> nice. On the impeachment front, Pelosi wants uh, President Trump to testify because they don't have anything. So they're going to try to bait him into coming to talk to them and try to find out what he has done from him and uh, to get away, what well, to get him in trouble that way. Yeah, I think hell will freeze over before he testifies there. Same here. Yes, and of course, on uh, the Christmas tree front, because you put up a Christmas tree with your granddaughter over the weekend way too early. Oh, I know, but she was over and she wanted to do it, and it was nice and cool and Christmassy. Oh, the entitlement generation. Okay. Um, so uh, one person texted and She's said, eight. <laughs> one person texted and said, if it's in your home, Put up the tree whenever you want. Yeah, in other words, shut up, Yaffe, and stop bugging the bud man. You can hate Thanksgiving in your own home. That's (laughs) your right. I love Thanksgiving. (laughs) Stop it. Another texter said, I guess my neighbors don't have a problem with it because their lights are still up since last year. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good stuff on Open Mind Monday. How about we play the sound judgment game? We have a great new prize. It's an an unbelievable... um, Food Fest for anybody who's into tacos. I mean, this is the ultimate taco experience. As a matter of fact, it is the inaugural Holy Taco Moly. All right? And it's coming up, and you're going for free on us to chow down on more tacos and more versions of tacos than you even imagined existed, and it's right here in Central Florida. Fun gift if you want to give it away to somebody or win it for yourself and your family. We're we're playing the game in just a moment. I've got the question ready to go, and all the lines are suddenly tied up. Final headlines from the world of sports amid all the football talk from the weekend. NASCAR's got a new champion. Homestead Miami Speedway uh, will hold special memories for Kyle Busch and for his son after Busch won yesterday's Ford EcoBoost 400. He took a victory lap with his four-year-old son riding shotgun. Busch says he was smiling the whole time with a win. Busch claimed the second NASCAR Cup Series championship for his illustrious career. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories are promised to you on Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio WFLA Orlando, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henniger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. To make somebody happy before we say goodbye and reload for tomorrow's show, we're playing Sound Judgment. What about the new prize, Kelly? Just for our taco lovers out there, we have a four-pack of tickets to the inaugural Holy Taco Moly going down November 23rd, that's this Saturday, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. in uh, downtown Orlando. You'll be able to go taco crazy with selections available from restaurants and food trucks across Orlando. Tickets to this family-friendly event are available at holytacomoly.com. But four of them can be won right here and now if you're trying to get in. A wrong answer opens a line at 407-916-5400, and um, we are ready to go. Today's sound judgment game puts the spotlight on a legendary American astronaut 
born on this date, who sneaked a golf club aboard the Apollo 14 rocket that landed on the moon and then hit a golf ball in the moon's low gravity that took off like a rocket. Listen to the sound of that iconic moment in the U.S. space program, then use your sound judgment to name this astronaut who turned golf commentator from outer space. I still happen to have a genuine six iron on the bottom of it. In my left hand, I have a little white pellet that's from me and a millions of Americans. And I drop it down. Unfortunately, the suit is so stiff, I can't do it with two hands, but I'm going to try a little sand trap shot here. It just kept right on going in that low moon gravity. Name that astronaut who played golf on the moon, and you're our winner. Line one. Go ahead. You're up. Grisham? No, it wasn't Gus Grisham. He perished uh, before he'd have an opportunity to do that in the Apollo 1 fire, you may remember. Uh, we have an open line at 407-916-5400. Line two. Name the astronaut who played golf on the moon. I would like to thank Alan Shepard Jr. for my tacos. Yeah, and you are our winner. <laughs> you bet. Yes. Yep, it happens to be his birthday. He would have been 96 today, but passed away some years ago. That was an unbelievable stunt that he pulled there, and apparently he sneaked the golf club on board, and NASA didn't know about it. It was a six iron, too. It was, exactly as he said a moment ago. <laughs> Congratulations for being our prize winner. I'll write you a note if you'll give me your first name, please. Steve from St. Cloud. Fantastic. Welcome aboard. You've been a loyal listener for a long time. You haven't won in the last month, right? I have not, sir. There you go. I trust you on the honor system. You're a good man. Steve, thank, thank you, you so much. Don't go away and have fun at Holy Takamoli. Oh, I will. I'm so looking forward to it. Thank you, bud. That's <laughs> going to be a hoot. You'll have a yep. great, great time. Don't go away. I'll put you on hold, and you can talk it over with uh, Kelly. Now, we have that one-word texting poll going on, Yaffe. Let's pose the question, and let's get that final vote total before we say goodbye. Yeah, the question that we were asking our listeners throughout the morning is, do you want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL? Um, you, could have text, you could have texted yes or no to 23680. And so far, we have 260 people that have said no. Four people said yes, and three people said don't care. <laughs> Why does anybody vote if they don't care? I don't know. Well, I anyway. think what they meant is they don't care either way. Yeah, you they know, don't give if, a rip about him, they right? They don't befront me now. Yeah, they'll still watch the NFL no matter what. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know. good deal. So um, all kinds of things going on, and you keep your eye on it all, which is amazing because you mm -hmm. do such hard work for us here this morning as executive producer, and then you set the stage for hosting your show for folks on the ride home. Stay right here on WFLA because you'll want to – listening to Yaffe and the team on PM Orlando. I mean, if we have the breaking news that for some unfortunate reason an NFL team decides to pick Colin Kaepernick and put him on the team, we'll break it on PM Orlando. So there you go. They are not going to risk this, Yaffe. I, I agree with you, you know. This guy is poison, and he still is. He had an attitude about everything yesterday at that workout, and uh, we got into it earlier on the show. And we will not be playing Christmas music. Oh, thank you. Today. Thank you. I got Sorry, the tree not up. yet. I got the tree up. It's great. I'm just loving it. But I still love Thanksgiving. Some of you, get, including Yaffe's, giving me a bad rap uh, on How about that. cranberry sauce? Huh? Are you a fan of cranberry sauce? Of course. Okay, just checking. Well, yes. we found out last week that people don't like cranberry sauce. What? Un-American. I'll be doggone. 
Melissa in for Allen. Thank you so much. Yeah. Kelly in for Melissa. Thank you. Yaffe as always. And to the best audience in talk radio, thank you. God bless you and God bless America.